Pastor Robert L. Carver II, and I want to let you know, remind you, tonight at 7.30 p.m. Eastern on Facebook, YouTube, and X.com, formerly known as Twitter, The Real Talk with the R.A. Demon Live. We've got a power-packed podcast for you tonight. We're going to be talking about the invasion at the southern border in Texas, and even by the hour and by the minute, things are changing and updating, so you want us to stay tuned and join us tonight at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. Real talk with the R.A. Demon, Pastor Robert. And then also, uh, we're going to be talking about the scandal in Atlanta in Fulton County. Fanny Willis, Fanny Willis, Fanny, Fanny, Fanny Willis, Nathan Wayne, his ex-wife, and Donald J. Trump. It's the case about to be blown because of her scandal. I don't know. That these stories are updated by the minute. You want to join us tonight on Facebook, YouTube, at x.com, 7.30 p.m. Eastern. And also, we'll be adding a, se a segment called Ask the R&D to send in your questions. You can answer any type of medical advice or information you want to uh, get some information on. And then on Friday morning, it'll be uploaded to all podcast platforms on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, YouTube Music, Amazon Music, Rumble, and all those, anyway you podcast, the podcast, Real Talk with the R.A. Diva and Pastor Robert. I'll see you real soon. Peace out. Welcome, 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 everybody. It's Happy New Year. It's back here on Real Talk with the RN Diva. RN Diva, how you doing tonight? I'm great. I'm great. Absolutely. Just great. It's good to see you. Good to see you, too. Glad, glad you're amongst the living. I know. No broken arms and shoulders right and everything. Just, just flailing those arms. All yes, right. Just, just, Getting them cuts, you know, getting them cuts right now. I gotta get in the gym, man. Okay. Right? I see you done got all extra slim and sexy. They ain't ready for you. Ooh, Watch yourself. Watch yourself. It's a new year, 2024. New I tell you what, this year has already we're only three weeks, almost four weeks into this year. And good God almighty, it's so much that happened. <laughs> I'm like, well, these next 11 months gonna be something else. Oh, yeah. If it's any indication, oh yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be. <laughs> well, you know the word I love to, to use. Yeah, yeah, I know it's gonna be a trip. Here. Yes. So listen, we want you all, we're so glad that you all have joined us. For everybody that is watching us right now on Facebook, YouTube, and X.com, we're so glad that you've joined us. And then also those of you who are listening to us on your favorite podcast platform, we want to remind you that we're on X, Roku, Spotify Podcast, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, YouTube Music Podcasts, Amazon Music, Rumble, YouTube, and Facebook. We're everywhere you want to be. It's Real Talk with the R&D, but please be sure to give us a nice rating and spread the word. This next hour or so is going to be a lot of entertainment, but it's also going to be some enlightenment. There's a lot going on in the world. We're only going to try to hit a couple of things in life that we can't do at all. And don't forget, next week, next week, we have a special uh, guest interview, uh, Reverend Raymond Brown of the National Network, National Action Now Network uh, out of New Orleans, Louisiana. Uh, he's a dear friend of ours on Twitter for five years. And he was like, when you're going to have me on, we need to talk about some stuff. So we may, it's going to be a little threesome there. We're going to have the three of us on the screen talking about 
Chanda, be good, be good. <laughs> a threesome conversation. Okay, use your Conver words, honey. Conversation. <laughs> but anyway, he'll be with us next week on our podcast. And we want to remind you, join us every week, Thursday nights, live at 7.30 on this particular platform. Anything you want to share with us, uh, R.I.D., before we get, jump into our first story tonight? Uh, I'm ready for this year to be um, an extravaganza. Okay. Mm -hmm. Cat Williams has set it off. He has, <laughs> set, he has set the tone. Mm -hmm. uh, 2024 is going to be the year of truth. Yes. I'm here yes. for all of that. So yes. I'm, yes. I'm, I'm willing to see what, what's out there and what we can do and how we can better ourselves. That's always a good thing. And I got my, my Pippi Longstocking. Um, well, y'all should see it. Today. Yeah. On the podcast, yeah, she's got it going on. As always, that's because she is the R in Diva. <laughs> let's go to our first story tonight. Uh, let's see what's going on in the world. Well, the New York Post reports here that Texas Governor Abbott continues laying razor wire around the migrant engulfed border city despite recent Supreme Court ruling. Now, let me lay some foundation here. What's been going on, y'all, is that... Um, we have been seeing a <clears throat> literally tens of thousands of illegal migrants, illegal immigrants coming across the southern border, uh, mainly in Texas and Arizona. And uh, it's really bad. Now, I personally, even we could talk about this and we can uh, uh, argue this point. I call it an invasion. The reason why I call it an invasion is because there are hundreds, every, well, thousands in every little caravan that crosses that are coming here, and they are from multiple countries. It's not just the Mexicans. It's right. not just the South Americans or Central right. Americans. There are people coming from China, Syria, Ubekistan, uh, several countries in Africa, of the continent of Africa. Now, we all know there is no bridge from the continent of Africa to South America or even North America. There is no bridge or not even a boat from China or Uzbekistan or Pakistan or India to North America. So how are they getting here? And why are so many coming? Now, if you now if you listen to some people, some people say it's not an invasion. Some people say, oh, there's no border crisis. It's the same amount of people that are coming across that have always come across. Ah, I beg to differ. I beg to differ. Uh, our, 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 our Washington, D.C., they're saying that the border is fine, everything's under control, but I'm going to show you, we're going to show you some, for those of you watching live, we're going to show you some clips and some uh, footage of just this week, just this day, of thousands of people coming across the border. And there's another piece we're going to share to you. Deepa, what do you got to say about that? I say keep in mind, folks, Keep in mind that it, these are not just Mexicans coming across the border. These are several different nationalities coming, several different. Let's let's keep that in mind. Stop pigeonholing us. Let's keep an open mind and see what the the, the broadcast says, and then we'll we'll talk about it afterwards. All right. Let's keep see. Let's see here. Let's see here. Let me just show you this one clip here. Um, we're going to show you here. It's going to blow. It's going to really blow your mind because um <laughs> I say I don't know I don't know 
it's, it's really bad. It's really bad. Let me just show you this. One of the things I want to also share with you is that I'm, I'm showing you now some um, footage, and you can actually go to muckraker.com, muckraker.com, and get this documentary here that was just done by these two young men. And I want to show you something here because they are literally, um, they went undercover. Okay, they went undercover. United States to Hold on, let me. They went undercover to uh, down to Colombia, right. and they went undercover to follow these migrants from Ecuador. I'm sorry, from Quito, Ecuador, all the way to the Texas border, and um, it's quite interesting. We'll play this clip, and we'll play about two or three minutes of it, and then you're going to see something that's going to Blow your mind. Non-government organizations offer aid and instructions on how to navigate the mass migration trail. This map, provided by the United Nations, shows all of the migration-related organizations in Tolkien. Aliens receive aid in the form of legal assistance, food packages, healthcare, maps, and more. Some of this aid is incredibly bizarre. The United Nations International Organization of Migration, IOM for short, hands out pamphlets detailing how to put on a condom. It is clear that the intent of these organizations is to direct the masses of illegal aliens to the United States. Consider this map, which shows the route from Colombia to the United States and marks 12 U.S. border crossing points with flags. Many similar maps are distributed by other organizations. This map distributed by the Red Cross, shows the route from Panama to the United States in painstaking detail. On the back of the map, illegal aliens are encouraged to ride on top of freight trains to reach the United States border. It's worth noting that these maps direct aliens into incredibly dangerous <gasps> territories, such as the Darien Gap. <gasps> if this mass migration program were truly for humanitarian purposes, Venturing into such territories would be discouraged. Not only are aliens risking their lives by following these instructions, but the United Nations is indirectly helping organized crime earn untold amounts of money by sending millions of people their way to be smuggled. These same criminal organizations notoriously rape women, rob innocent people, and execute their enemies. After crossing into Colombia from Ecuador, the next stop along the route is the city of Pasto, it was here that we discovered a secret staging point for Chinese illegal aliens headed to the United States. So right now we are in Colombia at the Cabanas Rio Mayo Hotel. And this hotel that we stumbled upon by accident is a major hub, a major transit point leading place for Chinese foreign watch nationals this, that are on this. their way to the United States. Listen and to this. Last night when we were here, we were eating at this hotel restaurant and we were the only uh, foreigners that were not Chinese. I mean, the literally the entire hotel is just Chinese foreigners. Uh, we spoke with the hotel staff here and they confirmed that. And while there are some women and children, it's mostly military aged males. There's some right behind me right now, actually. One thing to note is that among all of the foreign nationals that are entering the United States illegally, the Chinese are among the most well-funded and the most sophisticated in the way they go about getting to the United States. Whereas the Venezuelans, for example, are very poor they just trek up to the United States on foot in mass caravans. Uh, they don't have much money. 
the Chinese are very well funded. They're the ones that are taking planes. We're right across the street from an airport right now. And they also have established networks. And this hotel that we're at is proof of that. It's all Chinese. And for some reason, they all know to come here. It's because they are in direct communication. People that are further up the trail or that have made it to the United States are telling people that are on their way, hey, this is a hotel that's safe for you. Uh, we also found we were staying at this hotel. You know, they're expecting Chinese. You can see a lot of the writings, a lot of the signs in this hotel are written in Chinese. Again, this is further proof that it's not by accident. It's not just some sort of one-off occasion that there's all of these Chinese nationals here at this point. This is a known hub, a known meeting place for Chinese that are in transit on their way to the United States. All right. Then that's just a part of it there that you see. Um, I'm going to let this continue to play while in the background here. So, Diva? It sounds like an invasion to me. I'm not surprised. What, what What's blowing my mind is um, these. our government's worried about the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. We're, we're mm -hmm. worried about the wrong thing. They, they, they have Chinese literature. It's written, written in China, Chinese language. Excuse me. How, how, how make that make sense? Are you not expecting them? Because if you're not expecting them, that would be a surprise and you would be trying to get people to translate. You knew these people were coming and they are set up better than the other immigrants that are coming over. Why are they coming over in such droves, but we know nothing about it. Like this is my first time hearing this and I'm nosy. <laughs> so this is my first time hearing this and I am blown away. Not much can blow me away, but this is, you, our government is worried about the wrong dang on thing. Yeah, we got the wrong thing going on here. Here's the thing about it. Here's the thing about it. What, 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 um, and I'm gonna let that play. You'll see the video, uh, playing there. When the immigrants are coming across, you, now you notice something. This is being sponsored by the United Nations. Okay. And they have something called NGOs, NGOs, non governmental organizations. Those are the ones, if you see right there, you see they're giving supplies, they're passing supplies, um, supplies to them, selling some, giving some, because they're they're starting there in Quito, Ecuador. They're gonna have to go through the Darien Gap, which is one of the roughest jungles in the world. And they got the rain, the mud, and everything, so they have to have that. It takes them a few days to get through the Darien jungle, the Darien Gap, okay? And then they get into Panama. Then they have to trek up the road. And they just go. And so what's happening is, get this. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. When they come across seeking asylum, guess what the Border Patrol has to do? Let them in. Let them in. They're giving them armbands. And then they're sending them to one of these NGOs, these non-governmental organizations, for them to process them. And when they get to the non-NGOs, the here's where it really gets interesting. They are getting $3,000 gift card and a cell phone. Now you say, why the cell phone? Because they're giving them a date for a hearing, an asylum hearing, but they are so far back. Some of the asylum hearings now aren't till 2028, 2029. So they have to be, have that phone so they can contact them to remind them, don't forget you're supposed to be in a hearing. Uh, you know, on on March thirty first, twenty twenty eight. Wait, 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 wait. Yes. That that's yes. what you're gonna tell me. You're yes. gonna tell me that 
the, they're getting a phone just to remind them about their asylum date? Yes. Yes. They have to be able to communicate with them because they don't have an address. They don't have an address. They're not getting their names. Uh, now, Mo, here's another thing. If you watch this video as well, while we're, those of you who are uh, able to see this video, I want you to show you something here. Let's see this. Go back over here. Because you're going to uh, watch this. This part here. You go Amer uh, America. Yeah. After Nicopoli, the next stop along the route is the Darien Gap, the lawless stretch of jungle connecting North and South America, where illegal aliens are frequently raped, robbed, or killed. The Darien Gap has three entry points, Akandi, Copper Gana, and Coreto. Unlike Akandi and Copper Gana, which are in Colombia, Coreto is in Panama. Illegal aliens are required to pay human smugglers for a boat ride in order to access this route. The Akandi and Copper Gana routes, often chosen by poor illegal aliens, are notorious for incidents of violence and fatalities. Treks through these routes can last up to five days and are done without much guided assistance. The Coreto route, though still dangerous, offers a shorter <coughs> journey of only two days, with guides leading aliens through the jungle. This reduces the risk of criminal encounters, but the added safety and smuggling fee to get from Colombia into Panama by boat make the Coreto route more expensive. This route is preferred by wealthier, special interest aliens, such as the Chinese. Coreto itself is a primitive village, composed of simple huts, and is a community largely disconnected from the modern world. It serves as a landing point and staging place for illegal aliens before they enter the gap. Okay, I'm gonna let this play some more. Now, there you go. That's just one leg of the trip. They get three thousand dollar gift card on the cell phone once they cross into the border of, of the United States of America. Now, if you notice there, you do see a few kids, a few women, but mainly it's military age men. Now, I got a problem with that. Talk to me. Because all that can be alleviated because. If you are of military age, they should be being enlisted instead of coming over here to the United States and becoming our problem over here. Now, I, I'm not I'm not saying that, that, you know, this is the land of the free and, and no one should be able to come over here. But if I could get up and I can go raise my right hand and serve in the military, so mm -hmm. should they. Now, I do know in Asia... I do know in um, Korea, and I think it's Korea, that, that the men of a certain age, they have to go into the military. Right, right, right. But apparently they it's not in China. No. Or they're fleeing to get away from that. Well, are they fleeing or are they being sent? Because, I mean, they're, they're, they're coming in by the busloads of hundreds. Well, they're being sent, and because I know um, Chinese, I know China does like a, um, they do like a certain cap. Like they get rid of certain people, they get rid of half of some of the population to get to get at a cap, so they don't have all these uh, overabundance of people. They pay people to go out on the street and pick up pieces of paper. Like they, this is a full time job for these people. So. They can only have certain amount of jobs and the overflow they need to get rid of because it's all about appearances. So I'm having a huge problem with this. This this is, an, uh, to me, this is a problem. This is 
You're giving $3,000 to people who were not born here in this country, but you got children here that do not, they're not able to get school lunches. You got families that are starving, living in huts, but you got these people coming over here getting $3,000, not 300. I mean, you can do a lot with 300 for some, some beans and rice and a couple of beans and weenies. My thing is you need to start at home and fix home first. And then you need to figure out why in the Dickens are, are these people being dumped? They're being dumped. Well, and here's the thing. Let, let me say this because I, I, I know some people that are, uh, uh, I don't want people to get offended um, uh, because I do have a dear friend who has a, their father lives in a country in, in Central America and, and they have some family there um, and they're not a citizen. So it could be very likely that their father or some of their family members, extended family members may decide to come up here. I, I, I listen, I'm not blaming the immigrants. Okay, let's listen. We're not blaming them. A lot of them live in poverty, below the poverty level. Okay, they don't have anything. You see some of them are living there in huts. So if I have an opportunity to go somewhere, I may have to go through the jungle and get on the train and go to the bus and walk several miles every day. But if I have the opportunity to go somewhere where they're telling me I get a, a check, I get a cell phone, okay, and, and, hold on, and a place to stay for free, I probably would go myself and then send some of that money back home. So, so we're not blaming, I don't want anybody to call me a racist and all like that. We're not blaming the immigrants. They're trying to, they're trying to get that American dream. The problem that I have is the American dream for us in America is becoming a nightmare. Absolutely. Now that to speak on that, that is absolutely the that's the truth. That's the truth, Ruth. When I tell you, if you don't start at home, start cleaning around your own doorstep before you invite someone in. How in the entire hell are you able to provide for them? But you have no idea. And you're telling me I make too much money. I can't get no stimulus check. Right. So, right, right. but you can give it to somebody else. I'm going to need you to make it make sense. That is the, I don't know who's making the decisions. Yes, I do. Um, but they're not doing a good <laughs> job. Okay, they're not doing a good job. These people didn't score well on their ACTs or SAT. Must be because they're not doing a good job. Because this makes no sense. This is a hot funky mess. Because there's no reason why we should be in the state that we're in, and it's not just that we're in a bad state. We're in a horrible state. This is a horrible state. Here it comes. Here's my word. This is a shit show over here. Mm -hmm. But they get to come over $3,000 richer just for being, for being. Yeah, yeah. Here, here, here's what the bad thing about it is um, in New York City, they're having a budget crisis right now because um, whether you agree with it or not, Governor Abbott from Texas has been flying and, flying and sitting on the bus many of them to New York City. Because what's been happening is the, the those those towns there on the border, 
There, I mean, these are towns with 20,000 people, 25,000 people. If you got 50,000 people coming to your town and you only got 20,000 people normally live there, they're overtaking the town. I mean, they're overtaking but, but, the But well, wait a minute. There's more than enough room in Texas, okay? There's open plains out there in Texas. But the good old boys don't want nobody on their property. So you're going to cram them into New York who, who is already overcrowded? That makes no sense. That... It, 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 that is a that is a racist thing that he's doing. Oh, Governor Abbott himself. That's racist. There's more than enough room in Texas. But how you where are you gonna house them? You're gonna build houses. How you Put gonna get the to money work. to build? How you gonna get the money to build the houses? Put them the to work. No, I mean, because you gotta think it's on the tax Now, in New York City. Do you know the the, the infamous Story Roosevelt Hotel is no longer the Roosevelt Hotel. The Roosevelt Hotel is where all the migrants, well, it's one set of migrants. They have the entire hotel free. They have a okay. family. They okay. feed them, they house them. And of course, the girls are getting raped, and people are getting hurt. And so, yeah. but but their hotels now in New York City and even in the boroughs now that are being used to shelter the migrants, and it's not even enough. So when you go to the hotel, they all down on the sidewalks, sleeping on the sidewalks and tents and the whole nine yards. And in New York City, they're getting twenty two hundred dollars a month. Oh, Lord have mercy. Twenty-two hundred dollars a month for expenses. It's so bad, uh, Diva, that the mayor he was doing it there in the budget crisis because the mayor was actually trying to say, "Hey, I'm gonna have to cut." He's cutting. He proposed to cut the officers' overtime, policemen and firemen overtime, so they'd have money to continue to take care. Of the markets. Now you that you know that ain't gonna go well because now <laughs> if I'm working overtime and I get paid over there, I ain't gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna respond to many calls. I'm gonna be eating donuts. So listen, so and you know that this is this is a thing when New York runs over with people, where do they go? Where do they go? Well, where do I'll people from what. up north go? They come here. They come to Florida. Well, I think Florida's closed. Florida needs to be closed. Listen, <laughs> Everybody moving down here. If Florida is not closed, we need to close it now. now I'm gonna show you. This I'm gonna is, show you this piece here. Yeah, this is rough. Let me show you this part here. Look at look at these people here. These gentlemen here. Watch Syria. This. Syria. They're hiding their faces. What country are you guys from? Hey, well, why is it a big secret? Syria. <laughs> what's the problem? No. Why not? No. Whoa, what's the problem? You guys from Syria? You guys okay? It is wow. that aliens are processed. Look at this. And given the aid and instructions necessary the to continue their journey to the United States. So-called migration route maps 
can be found everywhere. UN-affiliated organizations seen earlier along the route also have a presence inside these Panamanian camps. A few on the scene include OIM, Red Cross, UNICEF, Hyas, <laughs> European Union, Doctors Without Borders, UNHCR, and the Norwegian Refugee Council. From these camps, illegals are put onto buses and shuttled northward to Costa Rica. From here, illegals ride buses across Nicaragua, Honduras, and Guatemala until they reach the border of Mexico. We travel to the Guatemalan border town of Tecunumán, where human smugglers, most likely affiliated with the Sinaloa cartel, charged us $125 each to mm. be smuggled into Mexico. All right. So you see here, the Sinaloa cartel is the largest, most prominent cartel in Mexico. Uh, they're saying right now, it's been estimated that they made almost $10 billion over the last three years in human trafficking by charging these people uh, this. And this caravan that we're watching right now, they see the two uh, journalists there in front of it. And that little group right there is 2,000, over 2,000 people up the, up the road. 2,000 people. That's just one, that's just one, one little group. That's coming here, no documentation. We don't know whether. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait! I forgot what they. Not only are they getting three thousand dollars, not only get the cell phone, but they also get a bus ticket or a flight to wherever they want to go. And they don't have to go through all the security check that we have to go through because remember, they don't have any ID. So what if they're what if they're a serial killer? What if they're a rapist? What if they're a pedophile? We just gonna come on over. Yeah, no. Well, some of them. That's what they were saying. One of the things that these uh, uh, NGOs do, they hand out condoms. They teach them how to put on condoms because oh, there's a lot stop of stop it. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of sex raping and sex trafficking and all like that. That's the other Man, part of this. They're gonna use those condoms for water balloons. They're gonna have a water balloon fight. This is the most asinine thing I've ever heard of. What in the Hogan's Heroes is going on here? This is this is the most. Idiotic plan. And you still does you don't take care of your Americans and you treat them like crap. Mm -hmm. Listen, I we have and, and let me say this. For those of you who don't know, the R and Diva is a veteran. Thank you so much for your service. Um, but we have veterans that are not have not made out as well as the diva has that uh they don't get the best of service at the va and a lot of them are suffering from ptsd and a lot of different things not 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 excluding those who have the physical ailments and uh so some of them it takes it's a hard way for them to get get, get on their feet or get back on their feet and many of them are living under bridges living under overpasses living on the streets in and out of drug rehab and whatever case and they can't even get any type of assistance. You know, the thing is, I, I have always said that there shouldn't be a veteran on the street anywhere in any city at any time. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because you weren't thinking about all that when you look at this. Look at this. This is just happy. You weren't thinking about all of that when folks were just signing up, you know, willingly. 
You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? But now the, these people are back and they are traumatized about what has happened mm -hmm. over there. There are people that are doing two, three, and four tours over there. Because mm -hmm. when they come back, there's no help. One of the biggest jokes that runs along people that have been in the military is the VA. I, I don't do the VA. Right. I don't do the, right. I don't have the time or the patience to do the VA, yeah. but there's no reason why each and every veteran, sh there should be net. There should never be a veteran standing in the media with a sign saying I'm hungry. Yes. They have substance abuse. If you saw what they saw over at war in Vietnam and desert storm and, and all that, you would be traumatized too. You would be losing your mind too. You would yeah, hear yeah, voices. Yeah. You can't sleep at night. I remember when I first mm -hmm. came back, you couldn't rattle a bag or pop me. You, know, you used to pop the um, paper bag. Couldn't do that around me. Shell right, shock. Right. So they, we, you, we couldn't even begin to tell you what happens in, in war, war time. And, and, and it's not fair that veterans are not first and foremost on the minds of the American people, of the people, the government. And I just hear, I'm looking at the video here, President Biden's the best. My thing is this, all they're worried about, those idiots running for president, all they're worried about is getting, oh, they like me, but you're not helping anybody, but then wait until they get here and get in the workforce and they start becoming. Yeah. Watch this. I want you to watch this. Uh, change. Watch this. Watch this. We're the captions here. They're from Nicaragua, Honduras, Guatemala, Colombia, Cuba. Do you all like President Biden? Why? He's a president who helps immigrants a lot. So they love Biden. Biden for todos. Biden sí. for everyone. No, but por, por qué los migrantes le gusta Biden? Do Biden's like, the migrants like Biden? Yes. He supports the migrants. Es, es un mejor presidente de Trump? Is he better than Trump? Trump the worst president of the United States. <laughs> Trump is not good. Trump does not want migrants. Oh, okay. Biden. Biden. Ladies and gentlemen, this is what we have going on. Put your comments down below. I really like to really like to know what your comments are and how you feel about this. Is this an invasion? Is it okay? Do we have enough going on in America that we can we can go ahead and, and take right now this estimated, or even this estimated now to be about 10 million that have crossed the border over the last three and a half years? 10 million. Which Another a statistic that will blow your mind is as of 2022, they haven't done it for 2023, but as of 2022, do you know that more migrants have come across the border than children that have been born in the United States during the same time period? I'm going to say that again. More Migrants have come across the border in the time period for 2022 than children were born in the United States. 
what let me tell you something. Listen, see, I'm sitting here quiet because I'm trying to process because it just doesn't make sense to me. How where where are they going? Where, where are we putting them? Well, the the mayor of well, Boston, we pay for it on the back end, you know. Yeah, we pay, yeah, we pay for it. We pay for it in more financially and more ways than one. Uh, I, I we're we're here in the Tampa Bay area, and uh, and there are a lot of Latinos and everything here already. Um, we haven't really been hit that I can see, but then again, I be full disclosure, both of us live in suburbia, but uh, <laughs> and, I, and I'm in the gated suburbia. But the issue is, we haven't really seen the effect hit yet here, but places Knock like New York, places like New York, Boston. Uh, uh, D.C., San Francisco, Big City, Chicago, or oh, Chicago, they have, they're, they're staying in the police stations now in Chicago. They're sleeping, they're sleeping in the police station, some of the precincts, and they're, they're, they're taking over the airport. They're sleeping all in the airport now because they have the roof on and it's cold. When you go to the airport in Chicago, uh, O'Hare, I say Ambulance they way, should be, I you, say give them, give them a couple tents. And sleeping bags, and and put them out at the campgrounds, or let them go sleep on the lawn at the White House. <laughs> they can't get through that gate. But here's the thing about it: in Chicago, they're actually building a camp for them to, uh, you know, to. Um, which here's the other thing: also in New York City, they're not just staying in the hotel, they're in the hotels, but now they are staying in the schools. They're using some of the schools. So uh, last week, a uh, week, week or two ago, the schools had the, they started doing like during COVID, they, a couple of schools had to have the children start learning at home because they were using part of the school to house the migrants. It's getting worse. Everything that comes out of your mouth so, so far is getting worse. Um, before we go on, if, the, at the sound of my voice, every veteran that hears me speaking right now, I want you to like and subscribe to our channel and keep in touch and, and just jump down in those comments. Give me your comments there. This is an injustice for, for veterans. I understand yeah. people want opportunity and they want to live and they want a better life for their children. I understand that. But there are people that went and served their country, went to war several times. We're still dealing with Vietnam veterans mm -hmm. who are being turned away at the VA. I yeah. need every veteran at the sound of my voice that can hear me to like and subscribe our channel and jump down in the comments and give me your opinion. I am flabbergasted. Every time I see a veteran in the medium with a sign, it breaks my heart. If I could take care of all of them, I would. But of course, I'm not rich. And even if I was rich, I still don't have enough money. Mm -hmm. And they're sick. Yeah. And they're mentally sick. Mm -hmm. So veterans, stand, stand tall, 10 toes down. Like and subscribe. Your girl here, United States Air Force, and I'm here for it. I'm here 10 toes down. I'm ready to give whatever I need to give awareness because I've been doing my little bit. I've been doing, but now it's time to do my big one. So I need y'all to jump down in the comments and, and give me what you got. Whatever questions you may have, let me have it. And, and those of you who are listening on, on the Spotify or on our podcast apps, 
Uh, her email is the rndiva at gmail.com. It's at the bottom of the screen, the rndiva gmail.com. Or you can also uh, hit me up at info at robcarpenter2.com. Please don't let your pride, don't let your. Uh, get no, me. please if you don't. Need help, if we can't do it, we'll, we'll find somebody. There's resources. There are resources here. It's just the fact that people, the right now, they try to give it. Put it down there for the border, but we've got right. to look out for our own. Right. Uh, but if you, for those of you who want to, uh, and we're going to take a turn here to finish your story. For those of you who want to see the rest of this video, it's about forty minutes long. Uh, uh, this muck raker, muck raker, m u c k a m u c k r a k e r dot com, muckraker dot com. They're the two gentlemen that did that and they embedded themselves. You can watch the rest of that. But here's the other thing. Here's where we're going with our uh, our our. Our, um, our our wonderful Supreme Court, because Texas has finally been trying to do something about this, and they've been putting up uh, wire, razor wire, along the board and different things like that. Well, the Biden administration uh, sued. The Biden administration sued uh, for them to stop pulling up the razor wire. Okay, oh, uh, Joe. Sued, sued Texas. And, uh, and it went back and forth. First they lost, then they won the appeal. It went to the Supreme Court last week. And here's the result of that. The Supreme Court ruled five to four. It said that Texas cannot, they have to take down the razor wire uh, while, while they make a decision. So, yeah. So basically they said, take down the razor wire because it's the federal government's job to protect the border and it's not Texas job to do it. So we're, we're at a standoff because right now you have uh, the governor of Texas has said no. They're still laying the uh, razor wire along the border and they're daring the federal Department of Homeland Security, the federal whoever to stop them. So we, we, we may have a standoff at some point. Let me just read this for uh, uh, Texas Governor Greg Abbott has continued to install razor wire around the migrant and Gulf border city despite a U.S. Supreme Court ruling this week that granted federal agents access to the area. In other words, y'all leave, we'll take care of this, which is doing nothing. Texas regular virus is an effective deterrent against illegal border crossings encouraged by Biden's open border policies, Abbott defiantly wrote on X Wednesday. We continue to deploy this razor wire to repel illegal immigration. Texas officials cordoned off Shelby Park in Eagle Pass, Texas, Earlier this month, and stationed state National Guard units at the site to block anyone, including Border Patrol agents, who hadn't been granted prior approval from entering. Abbott argued that the parcel has been used as a gathering place for migrants entering the U.S. by crossing the nearby Rio Grande River. And you can see some of the pictures there, the razor wire. The Department of Homeland Security is fighting to regain access to the stretch, contending its personnel are unable to reach migrants in the case of emergency care. In a 5-4 decision, the Supreme Court ruled that the U.S. Border Patrol agents can cut through the concertina wire to access the site if needed. But Abbott has since doubled down on the gamut, erecting additional razor wire in the area since the ruling. When there is a bleed, when something is bleeding, you go, you travel until you find the origin of it to stop the bleeding. They, they're talking about all this razor wire, this, that, and the other. They need to go back to China and Syria and all these places where these people are being shipped out and they need to... 
stop the bleed. If you see right there in the picture, those of you watching on Facebook X and YouTube, you see the razor wire there. And behind that is the part of the wall that uh, they built, uh, Trump built, and also Texas built. But here's the thing. They didn't finish it because on the first day of inauguration, one of the executive orders that our dear president signed was for them to stop building the wall. So literally, they stopped. I mean, they had to stop that day. So parts of the wall that weren't finished, equipment that was out there, everything had to be left. So the migrants are like, oh, okay, we'll just walk on through. Or they're taking the equipment and, and cutting down some of the – it's just a mess. It's just a mess. I mean, it's literally out of control. And so we have the federal agents and the Texas National Guard uh, kind of in a standoff right now, literally, uh, to see until the Supreme Court makes a decision. It's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how we're going to deal with this because you can't. They're, they're give, here's the thing about it. 10 million people have come into the country and we don't know where they're going. Exactly. Like, here. where are yeah. they? Yeah, 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 yeah. But dude in, in Texas, Gregory Abbott, the, the governor, dude in Texas, he has room. There is a wide open plane out there in texas mm -hmm. and free labor until they can get on their feet well man miss me with that foolishness they're gonna send them to new york and they're gonna end up in florida and i've already said we are a peninsula we have nothing but lakes and and, and rivers and we're surrounded by water we are under sea level we don't have any room Stay where you are. We don't need you to come down here. We are almost underwater completely. <laughs> and then when the hurricanes come, then you want to go up. We ain't got enough water in the, in the grocery stores for y'all to come down here to we don't have any room. I tell you what we'll do. We'll let you know when we have room. We'll put you on a waiting list and we'll get back to you. But right now, Florida, we, we're closed. We can't. Yeah, and uh, that's the thing about it because uh, and what's happening is crime in a lot of these areas where they're coming is, is you know. And here's the thing about it: some of them are committing crimes, rape, murder, this, that, other. They're being deported, and they're coming right back across the, they're coming right across back across the border across because border. nobody's checking. Right. That is right. the stupidest. Who whoever is whoever came up with that idea, they need to be throat punched, like right in the throat. Because well, the, that right there, <laughs> right, mm. wow, right in your throat. Because you have no, like you're not, you're not even, you're not responsible. Somebody got raped or killed or robbed or something. Stop! But you send them away and they gonna come right back. They they're like a badass boomerang. That's what this is. This is a badass boomerang situation. Nah, and, uh, we got a shit show. Yeah, and also uh, there have been there have been uh, terrorists. That's people that's on the terrorist list who have been caught coming across the border. So, um, um, matter of fact, there's one guy. That's, yes, ma'am. Question, question, question. Who in the hogus heroes that came up with that one? You mean to tell me they have noticed? They have found out that there have been a terrorist or two, I don't care if it's a negative one terrorist, they found one and here it. 
there is a video of a guy who was just released from um ah. he was just released he was part of the part of the group that some terrorists that we did a trade with recently uh with some country and they let they let them free retreat or whatever he's from he's not from Iran but he's from one of those countries near Iran that oh here he is right here this gentleman right here uh, I was showing and him. were we the target of this terrorist oh, yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, of course. This gentleman right here, and I'm showing this to him because he was he was recently released, like two months ago, from uh, being uh, being held. And here's the thing about it, dear hearts. Here's the thing about it. That right there, that's him at the border. And somebody said, "Hey, you look familiar. Do you know who I am?" His words. They got a, a video. I don't. I can't find it right now. He said, "Don't worry about who I am. You'll find out who I am." That's what he said on camera. That guy right there. So there's another one that had a whole busload of Chinese nationals that came in. So we we got it. We got it. Oh, uh, he's plotting. We're we're, they, we're sitting ducks. We're sitting ducks. We're sitting ducks. We're sitting ducks. Absolutely. We're sitting ducks. We're sitting Out ducks. in the middle and, of the uh, pond, no no cover whatsoever. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So that's where we are in this piece. They're gonna get us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we have been. Uh, I'm gonna say this, and then we'll move on through our first break, we have meddled in a lot of people's business around the world in the history of the United States of America, whether good or bad. And these people have a vendetta against us. So you open the border, hey, I'm going to walk right in, live off of y'all, and then come here and cause trouble. And then cause havoc. Yeah. Does that so, make sense? Yeah. Uh, by the way, our, our borders are Person who's, I mean, it's you know, Department of Homeland Security and all like that, but our border czar, who was put in charge of the border, who hasn't been to the border yet in three years, is our vice president. But she not, she not worried about that right now. She, she, you know, so it's just, it's just wild. It's just wild. So you, you need to pray. We need to pray. We need to be proactive, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, if you are a believer in the Second Amendment, you better get prepared. And if you don't believe in the second amendment, you better learn how to get some defense classes and mechanisms and all kind of stuff. Because when this thing blows up, and it will, and I don't, and I don't mean that but that pun, but when it, yeah, it's it's because imagine the ten million, the ten million that we are the ones we know that about. we know of. That ain't the ones that came through some little woods somewhere and never even just just walk, yeah. Because, I mean, they're, they're walking across the Rio Grande River like it ain't nothing. Just, you know, like it ain't nothing. And, you, and there's not enough Border Patrol agents to catch them. So, I mean, you think of it. You got a 1,000 people. You got a 100 Border Patrol agents. Guess what? What you going to do? <laughs> so, anyway, we need to pray and really figure out what in the world is going on. Um, put your comments down below. And don't forget, those of you who are veterans, uh, please, 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 please contact us. Reach out to us. Our email address is there on the bottom of the screen. Info at robcarpenter2.com or the rndiva at gmail.com. If you need help, we can help you find resources and everything like that. You should, you know, uh, the, the, and, that, and that's, that's a little charge to you or anything. We just want to help because we got to look out for home and take care of those people. Cool? Cool. All right, Diva, tell us about our new sponsor, one of our new sponsors. 
Yes. All right. One of our new sponsors um, is, do you need to rent a car? Do you need a car? Everybody trying to get around. Some people don't have the luxury. Well, I can help you. There is a company called AS Costanzo. Uh, they are a Turo car rental service. And they have top of the line models of everything you could imagine. If you want to drive a Phantom, you want to drive a Rolls Royce, Maserati, you need to contact AS Costanzo, LLC. Listen, these people have it all and they give you white glove service. They are very, very attentive to their customers and they make sure that your experience is amazing. Every time I read a review from AS Costanzo Enterprises, every time I read one on them, it is, it's, it's, it's absolutely, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. You cannot go wrong with this company. You don't want to go to Hertz and, and uh, I don't even know, Dollar, what are the other, Avis, like, you don't want to deal with them. You want someone that's hands-on, that white glove service, somebody that is thoughtful enough to, if you fly into Palm Beach International, Fort Lauderdale International, or Miami, they will meet you at the, at the airport. They will bring the car to you. And Suzette, who's one of the owners, will actually give you a special welcome gift. That special touch, there you go, makes you feel good. So get in there, folks. You need a car, get out there, get online and look. They're on every social media platform, IG, TikTok, Facebook, Google. They're on everything, okay? Look for A.S. Costanzo Enterprises LLC and rent yourself a luxury car. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> oh, let me give you the phone number. The phone number is 954-794-1221. Again, that number is 954, I'm going to correct myself, 494-1221. Folks, go and get yourself a luxury car to ride around with. You want a stunt? You want a front for the ladies, fellas? Nobody has to know. Just go over to AS Costanzo Enterprises and get yourself a Turo Rental. Now, if you decide that you'd like to put your car into the fleet, you can do that as well. Reach out to Suzette or Anthony and discuss those options. And you too can make money by just having your car added to their fleet. Again, AS Costanzo Enterprises, LLC, and the number is 954-494-1221. Thank you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have, we're so excited. We have a new segment here called Ask the RN Diva. Let's get, let's get this going. Let's go. Uh, we're going to set this up for, I can't wait. Before we, we go, this is no, not medical advice. This is just her opinion and her, from her 30 years of medical experience. Let's go. Okay. So I, a lot of times I get the question, you know, we've gone through COVID. We've gone through RSV. We go, we've gone through the whole mask thing, the mandatory thing. And so many people are pushing back. They don't want people telling them what to do, but they go to the hospital sick as a dog. My co-host just went through RSV. Now, when he, when he called me and he or he texted me and told me how sick he was. And then when he went to 
the doctor and then he came back home and he goes, I have RSV. And I said, do you remember us talking about RSV? Did I explain to you how serious it was that it is so severe, usually seen in children, but it's so severe that you can't breathe, you have copious secretions, and what happened? This man was so sick. You're going to learn to listen to me. But this man was so sick that he was laid out for a couple of days, for like a couple of weeks, I want to say maybe two weeks. So folks, there used to be RSV, okay, before COVID, pre-COVID, that would run its course. It is a virus, respiratory syncytial virus, that will run its course, and then it's out of here. But now the RSV is not just the RSV. I am convinced that it is a mixture of flu, RSV, and COVID. And it's that super COVID. COVID. So, folks, make it your business to wash your hands. I've said that time and time again. If you've ever been on one in any of my Facebook lives, you know I say wash your hands. And I say social distance. It can't hurt. Now, I'm suggesting it to you. I'm not telling you what to do, but I can guarantee had Pastor Robert listened to the RN Diva, he wouldn't have been laid up as and the man was incapacitated. These strains that are out there now, it's because no one's washing their hands. No one is wearing a mask. No one is social distancing because they don't want anybody to tell them what to do. I'm telling you, they will turn you away at the hospital at this point because they're not admitting everybody because they don't have the room. And because this needs to be an isolation issue, issue they're not going to leave you in the hallways like they would do a hurricane or a storm or whatever. So be, be cognizant of what you need to do to protect you and yours. So that's my question. Shonda, how are we combating this RSV. Why is it so bad? And that's why. It's a combination of the flu, COVID, and RSV, and everything's mixed in there together. There is no cure for a virus. You must treat your symptoms. Go to Walgreens, CVS, wherever herbal store you want to go to, and get the things that will treat the symptoms. Lay your butt down, rest, and push fluids. You've got to get your body back into a fighting machine. You can't go out there with an immune system that is compromised. Helping that would be masking. Helping that would be social distancing. Helping that would be washing your hands. If you ever speak to a nurse or a doctor, one of the first things we do when we walk in the room is we wash our hands. One of the first, last things we do is wash our hands and walk out the door. Okay. So if you can't do that for yourself, then I'm kind of thinking you want to get sick, but I'm promising you, you don't want this mixture, this hodgepodge of disgustingness. It is, and it just beats your body down. And your immune system is no longer the same once you have it. Once you go through this type of thing, you will keep some remnants of it. It could be just congestion. It could be a little rattle of a cough, but you're going to keep something. So do yourself a favor and take the precautions. Be proactive so you don't have to end up laid up because you can't, 
you just can't do for yourself. It's not worth it. Do it, folks. Wash your hands. Social distance. Wear a mask. Tell somebody that knows somebody that knows something about it. Okay. You got friends and family. Tell them too. Okay. If you have any more questions, please feel free to reach out to me. Ask the RN Diva. That's my new segment. And you can reach me at the RN Diva at gmail.com. Any and everything you want to ask, I'm here for it. But I am giving you my opinion. I am not a medical doctor, so I cannot give you. I'm not diagnosing you. I can't give you. But I can dang sure I can opine all day long. OK, but folks, take care of yourselves. Keep those questions coming. And I promise you, I will do my very best to keep you abreast of what's out there. Help me out here. Thank you so much, Stephen. Thank you so much. And yes, as I, some of you may know, I had the um, I had social surgery back in October, and I was in a sling, and I got through that. Was getting through my physical therapy, and New Year's Eve, I preached the message at Revelation Community Baptist Church uh, called "Cry Your Last Tear," and I preached that. And I, uh, the New Year came in. We prayed the New Year in. And uh, my five after midnight, I was walking to my car, but the air was really brisk and I was wet from preaching. And I went home and I woke up New Year's morning and I was like, oh, Lord Jesus. I was just like, somebody hit me with a freight train. And so by the second day, um, I. I actually, I think I called you immediately. But yeah. Secondly, I had to go on to, uh, they tested me for COVID, the flu, and bronchitis, and they said, you've got RSV. I said, oh, man. And um, and there was nothing. There was no, there was no, no just had to. Let it, it had to run its course. It was so bad, y'all. I missed the first Sunday of the year at church. I was, I was like, I should, I can't go anywhere. I wasn't eating. Uh-uh, 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 mister. Because you <laughs> would have tried to go had I not snatched a knot in your behind. Because I I had told you, you better not go. Right. And I, and this I, man was so sick. I have yeah. never seen secretions <laughs> come out of one person as much as this one. Oh my God. I've got pictures. I, 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 no, I won't. I won't. I won't. Uh, listen, it was all my lungs were just congested. It, it was, it was so my, yeah, it was just, And that's what I'm talking about. And that's, could, RS, could do that's not the RSV from back in the day. That's that, that, that. One that's gotten super, super. That's that super bug. That's the R RSV is killing people. RSV never used to do that, but now you got all that stuff. You were I have never seen any. This man was so sick. And hold on, two weeks. Yeah, it was a good two two weeks. Good two two weeks. weeks, two and a half weeks. Yeah, and he yeah. still ain't one hundred because he's not gonna be around me. Uh uh. <laughs> no, no we're gonna, we gonna start oh, doing the show in the same. We're gonna start doing the show in our studio, the studio together. Uh, <laughs> that's gonna be a negative ghost writer that pattern is full. Nah, nah, son. <laughs> ah, ah. Sound about right. Yeah. No. Moving on to our next story, we have here. Ooh, I've been waiting for this one. I've been waiting for this one. I've been waiting for this one. I'm ready for this one. Diva, we're going to talk about Bonnie, Fanny, Bonnie, Bonnie. That's Fanny Willis. 
Fanny Willis. Yeah. Oh, Fanny. 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 Miss Fanny Willis. If you can hear me, if anybody knows Fanny, tell Fanny I said, you dared wrong. Tell Fanny I said, come on, man. <laughs> tell Fanny I said, him? Tell Fanny I said, what you doing? <laughs> tell Fanny I said, you done messed up our chances of getting this. Tell Fanny I said, tell Fanny I said, call me. Adiva, <laughs> if you're reading the story exclusively from the dailymail.com, check it out. Exclusive invoices from lawyer lover hired by Fanny Willis to prosecute Donald Trump in election interference case show he had two eight-hour meetings with the Biden White House counsel. Scroll me up. Fulton County DA Willis hired attorney Nathan, is it Wade? Wade. As an anti-corruption special prosecutor. This man has not ever prosecuted anything of this nature. He's what type of lawyer? Family law. Family law. How many family law cases need a special prosecutor? Now, this is a case of a man who is like Teflon Don. Nothing sticks to Donald Trump. So you're going to bring in somebody who is not well-versed to investigate Trump's alleged election interference. In a bombshell filing, Trump co-defendant Michael Roman claimed they were having an affair. They traveled to they traveled to Napa Valley. They brought their asses down here to Florida. <laughs> and they took a Caribbean cruise all on taxpayers' money. Now, Wade was paid. Um, man, come on here. Hmm. Tell it, tell it. This man was paid almost $654,000 as a special prosecutor. He never prosecuted nothing special in his life before now. Assisting Willis' sprawling probe of Trump's election overturn effort. If there was any chance, it's gone now because, honey, trust and believe, just to show us my, this nose is on my face, this woman... Has thrown a monkey wrench. Nobody's gonna believe anything she says because she's done nothing but lie, steal money. I, listen, and she's a sister. Hey, get up, get up, because you just messed up our chance to clean out the the the, the dirty vents, the the ducks, and and all the the, the trumps, all that. We was gonna suck all that foolishness up out of there, and here you come. <clears throat> With your little stink boyfriend. Now, sir, I have a question. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma Does this little stink boyfriend have a um significant other? The stink boyfriend has a wife and two beautiful spirits. Shut your mouth. I'm going to show you a picture of them children. Did he forget? Here they are right here. Oh, look at that. I can't even tell which one is the mama. Yeah, what is, the, which one is the mama? I don't know. Let me see. Oh, they were married. They that beautiful chocolate family. Yes. To the gods. Yes. 
I Let's can't see here. Which one is the and the puppy? Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Where's yeah. he in the picture? Uh uh. Yep, that's his cheering. That's his cheering. That's his cheering, as they say. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful family. Beautiful family. You know the allure of 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 of, of working with someone and having an affair with them. Uh, you all taking trips and going. What is the allure? What what is the is it that the, I, 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 we're gonna get caught? Are you serious? Like you don't brought this man. This is a conflict of interest if I've ever known one. If you look up conflict of interest. You're gonna see those two right there, right? Listen, sweetie, listen, 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 Linda. Not only is this a conflict of interest, not only is this a conflict of interest, he was able to take care, provide for his wife and children. They've been married 26 years. 26 years. She was a stay-at-home mom, and he filed for the divorce. The day after Fanny gave him the money. So I, I look at it as, let me say this right now, I'm not justifying what he did, full disclosure. He saw the come up. So he said, okay, well, I, you know, but that was stupid. Because, bro, she ain't worth it. She, okay, she but she ain't worth it. She ain't worth it. Is she hmm? married? No. She not married? But she allegedly is a young dog. There was some rapper that she was representing. Young dog, I remember. Right. She was, she, she allegedly, they were when he was her client. It was. I I believe it. Listen, them little rappers, they're going to get in where they fit in. Wow. So she's a little thirsty. Oh, she's she's, she's thirsty. Quite she's quite but parched. She's quite parched. But she's throwing around people's money. That ain't your money, lady. That's the, yeah. the taxpayers' money. That is not your money, lady. Hey, whoever know Fanny, you tell tell Fanny I said call me because I'm gonna need to talk to Fanny on the sidebar because I need to do the sister to sister on her. Is she in a sorority? Because they need to pull her to the side and give her the business. Here's the bad part about it. Then the other Sunday, she went to church. Uh-uh. She went to the Big Bethlehem Church there in Atlanta. And uh, let's see. Here's the video. I want, I'm going to play the video. It's about it's just a, it's a, it's an excerpt of her uh, trying to. All the glory I receive is his grace. Not a perfect me. Not a perfect me. We are at a time in history, people. Hear me on this. We are at a time in history when you can no longer sit back and just let other folks do it. You cannot expect black women to be perfect and save the world. The Lord is completing us. We are not perfect. Mm -hmm. We need your prayers. We need to be allowed to stumble. We need grace. With that kind of support, we will move mountains and do Jesus' will. Stumbling all the way. So his flawed, hard-headed, and imperfect child has a message for each of you today. Please find a way to do your extraordinary, God-given assignment and make this community and the world a better place 
for all of his people. See, it is never about who you are. It is always about the great I am and who he is. See, we are all flawed, sinners, unworthy, imperfect, damaged, but we are qualified upon his call. You can find common ground with people of all different ideologies if you simply commit yourself to being obedient and steadfast in your efforts and his work. If you commit yourself, God will turn your hard-headed self into the extraordinary for his kingdom. Thank you. You old line. For, so so all of a sudden now, oh, feel sorry for me because I'm flawed. Really? You wasn't thinking about that when you was on that cruise? Huh? You wasn't flawed on that cruise when you was laid up drinking them pina coladas and them, them okay, okay. You wasn't thinking about that then. You Oh, you unworthy. You wasn't thinking about that when you gave that man $654,000 um, to be special counsel and he's in family law, which he going to need to brush up on because I hope his wife take it to the house. Take it to the house. Here, here, here's the uh, theme song for failing. I'm going to put the theme song for her right here. Yeah. You know what song that is? Y'all say love on top. Uh uh, it's uh the theme song for the wife is your stuff is to the left, to the left, to the left, to the left. But it's like, what are you gonna tell your daughter and your son, bro? Like, what kind of man like are you groveling? And he probably not even um trying to save it. All I know is this. Fanny, call me. Call me, Fanny. All I, I know is this. I want to talk to you. Sister to sister. One of us ain't going to make it out, but you call me. Listen, as I heard Lionel, uh, at Lionel Nation, at Lionel Nation uh, 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 on X and on YouTube, Lionel said, Donald Trump, with the agreement of the not, has to be. The luckiest Teflon Don. <laughs> I mean, out of all the cases he has going, this would be the one that would put him, him in jail. Yeah, put him in prison. Teflon Don. Nothing sticks to this man. <laughs> and she want to mess this up because here's the other thing. Not only did she pay him $651,000, the other two special prosecutors, she only paid like $65,000, $70,000, and they actually have experience being special prosecutors. And part of the $654,000 was from COVID relief funds that they got. So it's federal and Georgia state taxpayers. So they're going to be investigating her because they're trying to see because, oh, because see the wife, the wife, she came with the receipts of her divorce. She's worried about Trump. She just tried to get her due for this receipt, you know, this 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 uh, divorce, because he was claiming he didn't had no money, and he was only paying allegedly seven hundred dollars every two weeks child support. And she found out, oh, you get two fifty one thousand dollars, and you won't. Oh, no, 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 bruh, bruh, bruh. You hmm? are paying seven hundred dollars a month or a week. 
Every two weeks, fourteen hundred dollars a month for two children. You know what? Both of them need to be pushed down in the dirt. Like you do on the playground, you push down the bully. Mm -hmm. How dare you? And And, you're going to tell your children they're not worthy to to get. And watch this. Look at the receipts, y'all. I got this right here. Curtis says, baby. First of all, what he did was he built, he built the state $2,000. For eight hours, two hundred dollars an hour for a conference with the White House Council, two thousand dollars. Then he also, I mean, look at this, two thousand, eight thousand dollars. Discovery document, interview, meeting with attorney, five thousand dollars. He built twenty five thousand dollars in a twenty four hour period. So you mean to tell me he don't even know what he's doing? Yeah, twenty four hours straight. He built it like, wait, you, you, nobody works twenty four hours straight. He built it, so he 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 was. Yeah. He he gonna be in trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now here's the other thing. The wife came with the receipts, and I was trying to find. I, I think I sent it to you. The wife came with the receipts. For instance, can I can I can I be real for a second? Can I be real? I'm, I'm gonna be, be real. I'm be real. I'm still Pastor Robert. All this shit that comes short of the glory of God, thank the love for saving me and all that. And I'm delivered to say free. He was booking to buy the cruise and the plane tickets and the hotels on his credit card that he shared with his wife. Oh, he going to West Hale. He going straight to West Hale. He going straight to West Hale. Allegedly. And she produced a receipt because you can see on their credit card credit card statement, and he would book it in Fanny's name. So he'd be like, flight to Napa Valley or San Francisco. Fanny Willis and the cost of the ticket. Bruh. If you're going if you're going, I'm not, I'm not giving any advice. I'm not giving advice. I'm just thinking logically. If you're going to creep, if you're going to do something like that, bruh, you do that on another something, you don't do it on your credit card that the bill come there to the house to your wife. I mean, she actually had it all highlighted. Highlighted. So now they're going to be. I would have it color coded. I would have had a a pink highlighter for the trip. I would have a yellow highlighter for the hotel. How dare you? How dare you slow? You got to be a little slow. One chromosome have it ass. (laughs) So get this. So he did all of that. And they went to all these trips. They went on a cruise when they went to D.C. to meet with the White House counsel. They flew together. But so now what they're doing is now they're going to investigate her because it maybe looked like she's money laundering because she paid him so much. But did she pay him that much for him to kick back the money to her Rico. to spend on her? Rico because he come see her. Rico and, Suave. He coming to Rico. see her. Ricola. Rico is coming for you, Fanny. Fanny, call me. Fanny, Fanny, I need you to call me because I need to explain to you that Rico is coming for you. These folks don't don't play by Rico, sir. Well, that's what she, that's the, but that's the case she has on Trump. Rico, and you know what? And then you're doing it. 
Let me let's go to Tasha Cave, the blogger, the podcaster. She she put a little uh uh, uh a spin uh, on this. Uh, 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 um, um, our companion Floridian. Yes, she is a Floridian. Come on, Tasha. And by the way, uh, just for uh Tasha Cave, she's down in the Fort Lauderdale area, by the way. And I just would like to know, or as a side note, just a side note, uh, many of you. Uh, it was reported to me on the uh, King Jai's podcast last night that she was down in Los Olas uh, getting some ice cream. And lo and behold, guess who walked into the ice cream shop? Pastor Jamal Bryant and his assistant pastor. And now the one of them married for a lot of them from Atlanta. Allegedly, and, and she, Jamal, and Jamal, and Jamal didn't see her, but Pastor Kerry did. And she was like, and when she realized, and he was like, they said they dropped, he got out of line and ran out. Because they she was like, Tasha was sitting right there. <laughs> Just happened to, he ran there creeping and got caught by Tasha. <laughs> so, so anyway, here's what Tasha K has to say about this, um, this situation with, um, okay. Somebody just sent me. Oh, somebody just sent me some information. I'm gonna pull this up here. All right, uh, let's go. Let's see here. <laughs> this is funny. This you pull way up. That's just that's just what it is. And you didn't think that they was gonna find out. And I'm just like, where's the justice for this black woman over here? Yes. That filled up the very man that you are enjoying right now. For the small price of six hundred and thirty thousand dollars every year. <laughs> <laughs> Come now, on, we paying that money. We have we got questions. <laughs> we got questions, baby. All right, there you go. There you go. Yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot going on there. And I just got some information someone just sent me. Thank you so much. One of my good friends in um Chicago or uh, the Chicago area. They just sent me this is from Fox 5 Atlanta. Let's see what this is. This is hot off the press. Let me see say okay, pull this up here. Unsealed original divorce documents don't mention Fulton County DA Fonnie Willis. Let's see what it says that you want to read this, Diva. Do you see that? Unbelievable. Ah, shoot. I can't see that. Um, Fulton County, okay. Georgia, the, the recently unsealed records pertaining to the divorce of Fulton County Special Prosecutor Nathan Wade does not provide any new evidence of an improper clandestine relationship with his superior, Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis. Lies you told. Y'all lying. <laughs> you, somebody wrote a good look. They lying. Line like anyway, <laughs> Wade was appointed by Willis to lead the investigation into the Georgia elect election interference case, re resulting in the indictment of former President Donald Trump, aka Teflon Don, and 18 <laughs> others. On June, I'm sorry, on January 8th, co defendant Michael Roman, a former White House aide, filed a motion alleging a romantic involvement between Willis and Wade. Now, you know what? That may very well have been just smoke signals, you know, uh, a smoke screen to, to try to muddy the waters a little bit. Mm -hmm, but it mm -hmm. really does not look good. Anyway, 
So he's alleging a romantic involvement between Willis and Wade, along with benefiting from the investigate benefiting from the investigation. Roman also requested the unsealing of Nathan and Joycelyn's oh divorce records. Cobb yeah. County Superior Court Judge Henry Thompson ordered the uns. How are you just gonna unseal the people's stuff? <laughs> he ordered the unsealing of these records on Monday. However, the extensive documents spanning hundreds of pages make no mention of Willis or any other potential romantic interest. Nathan and Joycelyn Wade were married on June 21st, 1997 and separated. A oh, oh, wait a minute. Well, wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh, let me back this up. They separated August 15th of 21, mm -hmm. with Nathan filing for divorce on November 2nd, 2021. Mm -hmm. So they were already legally separated. Wait a minute. In her counterclaim submitted on November 20th, uh, November 30th, 2021, <coughs> a comprehensive list of in interrogatories was included. These questions covered financial matters related to Nathan Wade, using it along with Hello. personal aspects, Maybe. including sexual partner. Ah, uh, she dirt, she put not there. She getting dirty with it and casual meetings with women other than his wife during the their marriage and separation, social media and dating website activities and inquiries about alcohol and drug uses. Listen, it is stamped and you are do not be all up on these dating websites. You know, there's several people that call themselves dating or married, and they significant other is popping up on the dating website. Listen, I'm on dating website because I am single. Okay, I ain't got no man. So I see all these people. Listen. I don't have, that's not my business, sir. But do not jump in my DMs talking about, hey, how you doing? I'm a tail. I'm Keep reading. <laughs> I am. I am telling. Keep reading. <laughs> okay, over the subsequent two years, Joyce Lynn Wade's attorney repeatedly complained about Nathan Wade's willful refusal to provide the requested documents or answer interrogatories. <laughs> In May, 2023, the court ordered him to submit all outstanding documents, including tax records and pay stubs, which he partially complied with in June, 2023. Subsequently, he faced contempt charges in August, 2023, and was directed to provide additional credit card statements and law firm records. See, he should have did it right out the gate. In September 2023, Joycelyn Wade filed a motion to reopen discovery, alleging that Nathan Wade, while appointed as a special prosecutor in the Trump case, was leading a lavish lifestyle, spending substantial amounts of money, leaving her with minimal financial support. Oh, I would beat his <laughs> in December 2023, Nathan Wade reportedly produced some outstanding discovery responses revealing credit card statements indicating non-work-related trips with Willis. Ooh. As a result, Joycelyn Wade served Willis with a notice of deposition on January 8th, 
Wade has not admitted to a romantic relationship with Wade, well, Willis, and defended him in a speech at the historic Bethel AME Church on January 14th. Lies, she told. She sought a protective order against the deposition, which a judge granted. Damn. And at least, at least temporarily, at least temporarily until one of Trump's people get that lifted. <laughs> the impact of the alleged relationship between Willis and Wade on the case against former President Trump and the remaining co-defendants, where four have accepted plea deals, remains uncertain. Calls for investigations into the matter have been made, including Fulton County Commissioner Bob Ellis, who sent a letter to Willis last week, and Senator Greg Dolezal, who introduced legislation to establish the Senate Special Committee on the Investigations to look into the allegations of misconduct. My God today. Listen, like my guy Terry K says, my God today. Listen, that an evidentiary hearing in the divorce case is scheduled for January 31st in Cobb County Superior Court and Fulton County Judge Scott McAfee has set a hearing to consider Roman's motion to dismiss his case on February 15th. They in trouble. And more and more so, the American public is in trouble. That that insurgence on January 6th is now being looked over, okay, because of this mess. Thank you, Fanny. Fanny, call me. Call me Fanny. Thank you, Fanny Willis, for the, for messing this up. Thanks for muddying the waters. <laughs> and then you wonder why they don't take us. They don't take us. Uh, uh, um, the YT don't take us. The, the clears don't take us seriously, because we get in these positions of authority, and you're right here trying to put um, uh, 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 TT and KK them and Pee Wee. You can't bring everybody with you, sis. I'm gonna need you to pick sparingly. <laughs> that man got a whole wife and family. I know they separated for two, three years, but they're not they're not divorced. And I should talk because I don't I mean, but anyway. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, we will <laughs> listen. You see, I you see, you see, I I'm just letting you I'm just letting you go. <laughs> Let you run. <laughs> I'm letting you opine. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't there. Okay. But um that was messy. Messy. That's horrible, I, man. That's messy. Even if even if it's not, even if they are it's unethical. Right. Okay. Maybe it's not illegal. The appearance. The appearance of it all. Right. And, and you know what? I'm gonna say this, and, and I'm probably probably gonna get a little backlash. But people of color need to be a little bit more in line with the rules. Because mm -hmm. if any little thing pops out, any anything that does not go along the court according to law, they're coming for you, bro. They are coming for you. They, and they're going through all, they're going through, they're going through everything. <laughs> Fanny's a little hot in the fanny. Fanny's hot in the fanny. <laughs> oh, I got, a, I got a, I got a, I got a million of them. 
Fanny. Yeah, Fanny. 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 Call me Fanny. 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 And Nathan, wait, I see all he doing. He like, ooh, I got me almost a million dollars. Okay, but you stupid, man. You spoke, well, I, okay, I'm not giving advice. But what you should have did was you should have not done it. But if you was going to do it, you should have not left your wife. Come on, dog. He he the one filed for divorce. Because he filed for divorce. He's like, oh, I, I, got, I got this come up. But, bro, it ain't no come up. But you he filed for divorce wife. before this, though. Yeah, but they started. They started on this in twenty twenty one, the twenty twenty two. So he knew. I guess you know that shit, something, you know. Yeah, but but all I know is he gonna regret because here's the here's the bottom line. Uh oh, I'm, I'm gonna get in trouble. I'm gonna get in trouble. Come inside and come and get me. Do you it, cuz. If you cheat on your wife with the jump off, and you leave your jump off, that means you leave your wife, and then you go to the jump off and marry her. Come on. If y'all get, get married, it ain't gonna last. Come on, preacher. Because all she's gonna do. Because my mama said how you get them is how you lose them. Period. <laughs> it ain't gonna the last. The words of Victoria and Vicki Lou Blaine. Let me tell you something. I've been through it. I've been through it. I know what it feels like. And I know that ultimately it never ends up if you get the man. Or you get the woman, there's always that little air of, I wonder what they're going to do to me. So, hey, I'll stay by myself. I'll yeah, you got pets, the money. But yeah, but <laughs> you know, but think about it, you get the money and you got her. But now, then, but then again, if she end up getting in trouble and she get a RICO case and she go to jail, now you got to have a prison ministry for the job. For the job. You Listen, gotta you got to have a prison ministry. So so if he have a prison, that means he can go visit? He got to go visit. Those okay, conjugal but visits. Can, can the prison, can they have conjugal visits? I guess it's something that's dependent, yeah. But they got to be married. Yeah, got to be married. So you left your wife for 20-some years in children, but somebody that you got to go down there to the prison to see when you get a chance, a visitation. Mr. Willis is, uh, uh, Mrs. Name, Wade. Wade, Mr. Wade. Wade. Mr. Wade, respect is due to a dog but you are not getting any, Mr. Sir. You, you are a scoundrel. I know they try to get to come up. That's what they, I'm gonna get in trouble again. That's and what they do. And it's all about this. It's all about the coin. But this? It's all about the coin. <laughs> and the thing about it is, it, ain't, it never, it never, it never, it never works out. Never. It never works out. It never, never. It works out. I don't know, but I, I but I know I've counseled a lot of people who have been in situations like that. It never works out. It never does. It never does. It never but does. But this was not the case for you to be pussyfooting around. Mm -hmm. This was yeah. not. Yeah, you better have that look on your face. You better have that look <laughs> on your face, because brah, Rico's <laughs> coming to get y'all. Rico Suave. Yeah, you're right here looking like a whole pit bull. Come on with the come on, son. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, you got you a little light-skinned a little light-skinned one over here, so now you're trying to act brand new. But you look like yeah. a pit bull. Pit bulls can go look, to prison, he, too. He got the red bone. He got him a red bone. He got ah. him a red bone. <laughs> I'm done. He got one of them. He got one of them high. He got one of them high yellow girls. He, he left the chocolate. He left the chocolate. Went to the caramel.
The white vanilla. Look at look I mean, how he looked into my uh, oh oh. <laughs> You tell my baby, don't worry about it. I'm gonna get you through this. Don't worry about it, baby. And you like, huh? But but ladies and gentlemen, in all in all seriousness, they went on a cruise. That's a fact. They went on a cruise. Did they stay in separate cabins? Where was it a working cruise? What working cruise you know of? It was a Royal Caribbean. And they went top of the line. So they went on the cruise. It was it was a work it was a work cruise. It was a it was a, it was a work cruise. They was they was, <laughs> it was a work cruise. <laughs> they was working. They was working. Hey, they was working. Shake your body down too, bro. <laughs> oh please. Chill, <laughs> please. Oh man. I tell you what, I'm done. I'm done. Ladies ladies and gentlemen, we hope you've enjoyed our podcast today. I tell you, this has been one for the books here. Thank you so much for joining us. If you would like to get in contact with us, if you want to stay in contact with us, you see down at the bottom of the screen for text updates and to get information from us firsthand before everybody else, you can text 813-285-4974-813-285. 4974, and you'll be at our text list uh, uh, to get updates on what we're doing. Yes. Standard messaging rates do apply. And also, if you'd like to reach the RN Diva, you can reach her at the RN Diva at gmail.com. gmail.com. Or you can email me, info at robcarpenter2.com. Info at robcarpenter2.com. Diva, if we want, they want to donate to you, how can they? See your little love offer, the little gift. Well, if you'd like to send to my Venmo, I am um, with a dollar sign, RNDiva01. Um, listen, folks. No, that's no, my, that's my cash app. I always do that. My cash app is dollar sign, RNDiva01. And my Venmo is at Shonda-Blatch, B-L-A-T-C-H. Um, listen, folks. It's important. Yeah to donate to people but if you don't have it don't push it i'd rather you send it to a veteran so all the puppies so if you'd like to reach out to me again um cash app is dollar sign rn diva zero one and my venmo is at shonda um dash hyphen black i don't know why i'm having a hard time speaking tonight and how can they get in touch with you pastor robert if you'd like to get in contact with me, you can email me at info at robcarpenter2.com. If you'd like to donate to what we're doing here, you can go cash at dollar sign RCTV Networks with an S. Or you can go on PayPal at the RCTV Network. Also, you can donate on Venmo at the RCTV Network. And if you have cryptocurrency and like to donate, my uh, you can donate that at Rob Carpenter II at Rob Carpenter II Coinbase. Definitely, we've anything you're able to do. We're so excited because this year we've got new equipment. Some of the, the new equipment wasn't working today. We got to work out some things. We got new equipment that we're doing and everything. And we're really taking this up to another level. But those of you watching us on, listening to us on your favorite podcast platform, come on, come on, come on. You can come on. Please give us a rating, give us a comments, and give us a rating. Those of you in YouTube, X, and Facebook. Go ahead and share this with two or three people. And those of you on Rumble, also let us know. Let's let the people know that you're watching us and everything. I'm telling you, we're going to be back next week. 
And my dog is ready. That means that's our that's our signal time. Time to go. It's time Thank to you, go. Gentlemen. It's been a wonderful time. We'll see you next time on the Real Talk with the R and D. Bye bye. Woo! <laughs> 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 <laughs>